everyone. This is Kristen Spencer with Sincerely Adorned Women's Discipleship Online. And today we're starting the first in a series that's called The Basics. And it's uh, a series that I hope will lead you through a journey to understanding the basic ideas behind Christianity and your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Even if you've been walking with the Lord for many years, I hope that this series will be a time of refreshing your faith as we walk through God's Word together. And today's topic is getting to know God. The first thing we need to do is talk about Jesus. Who is Jesus? Well, historically we know that he lived over 2,000 years ago in the Middle East. He is acknowledged as an insightful and wise teacher among most religions in the world today, but he is so much more than that. We can learn everything we need to know about Jesus in God's Word, an inspired book written about God, Jesus, and their relationship with sinful people. I'm talking about the Bible. The Bible is the only living book that has ever existed, and it continues to be a very important tool in our journey of getting to know God better. If you live in the Americas or Europe, you are very blessed to be able to get a hold of a Bible and read it whenever and wherever you want. Not all Christians have this blessing. In some countries in the world, the Bible is banned and illegal to own. That is how powerful this book is. When people first come into a personal saving faith in Jesus, they may not know what the next step is. The next step is a very important one. Without it, you will not be able to fully understand the Bible no matter how smart you are. Pray and ask God to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, a.k.a. the Helper, which is one of the three forms of God we read about in the Bible. The Helper will help you understand the Bible. Matthew 3.11 has this to say about the Holy Spirit. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, that was John the Baptist speaking, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The he that John the Baptist is talking about here is Jesus Christ. Okay, I know this may seem like a lot to take in, and I promise we will talk about the Holy Spirit in detail later, but for now, pray for the Holy Spirit to be a part of your life. It will help when it comes to reading God's very long love letter, also known as the Bible. What God Tells Us About His Word I realize I am about to throw a ton of scripture at you with very little commentary, and there is a specific reason for that. Spend time reading these verses and trying to understand them. Pray for God to help you have understanding. Memorize them. Meditate on them. God's Word is where you are going to start your amazing relationship with your loving Father in Heaven. Now let's look at some of the principles about God's Word that are found in the Bible. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 through 17. God's Word is perfect. It is also beneficial in so many ways. In this verse, we see just a few of those ways, and I hope they blow your mind. God's word is profitable. In other words, it brings something positive and worthwhile into our lives and helps us to become competent people able to do good. It makes us complete. Are you looking for completion in your life? I know I am. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119 verse 105. God's word guides us. It shows us the way we should go. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. 
They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then I would not be ashamed when I look into all your commandments. Psalm 119 verses 1 through 6. Following God's word will bless us and keep us from being ashamed. It keeps us from sin. But he, Jesus, answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Matthew 4 verse 4. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Job 23 verse 12. God's word is literally our nourishment. It is good for us, even better than food. It also tells us what po- what will poison our souls. Do you eat? Are you a Christian? You cannot afford to ignore the word of God. Jesus said it is more important than physical food. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Romans fifteen four. God's word gives us encouragement, endurance, and hope. These are the, the, with my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119 verses 10 through 11. God's word keeps us safe from a wandering heart and sin, which is always accompanied by destruction, by the way. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Second Timothy 2 verse 15. I wish that Bible verse had an exclamation point at the end of it because it's such a powerful, a powerful verse. If you rightly divide the word of truth, meaning that you understand and apply the Bible to your life, you will be a worker that is approved to God. This verse still hangs in my husband's old room at his father's house, and I often think that one very powerful verse is what has inspired him at every turn to become a transparent man of God that he is today. If we are following God's word, we won't need to be ashamed, and our transparency and love can be an accurate representation of the love of Jesus Christ. Okay, next one. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? Psalm 56 verse 4. God's word literally drives out fear. Seriously, what can flesh do to me? The psalmist makes a very good point. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Matthew 24 verse 35. Everything else is going to pass away except for the words of God. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. John 8 verse 32. God's word makes you free. It is truth. It gives you identity and it gives you purpose. But the fruit of the Spirit, pay attention, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against there is no such law. Galatians 5.22 5, God's word tells us, what we should start to be like. Memorize this verse, and every every time you're doing something that you feel like you shouldn't do, ask yourself if it falls under one of these categories. If it doesn't, don't do it. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. 
but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. God's word must be put into action. If you only read it and don't let it soak into your heart and change your sinful ways, then you won't be blessed in what you do. The Bible says it right right here. Okay, the relationship. Things are getting serious. When you start becoming friends with someone or dating someone, you spend a lot of time talking to them. You ask them questions and find out about their life. When you care about someone, you invest time in finding out more about them. This situation is different because God already knows everything about you since he created you and all. But you need to spend finding out more about him. And when you do, you will learn that he cares for you in such a way that he wants to hear everything you have to say. He wants to talk to you. Even though he made you, he still wants to fellowship with you. Think about people in your life that you love. Even though you may know all of their stories or everything they love and everything they absolutely do not like, you still want to spend time with them. That is how God feels about you because he loves you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1 verse 1. If you want to know Jesus better, start with God's Word. Making time. If you are a busy woman, you work, you're a mother, or you're a wife, Making time to read your Bible may be very difficult. I'm right there with you. I understand. Try to wake up just five minutes earlier so you can spend at least five minutes with God every day. This is just a starting place, of course, but it will make a difference in your life and in your day. I personally believe once you see these differences, you will be willing to sacrifice more of your time to spend time in God's Word, even when it's painful, for example, 5 a.m. in the morning. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you for the Bible. May it be the roadmap for our lives. Help us to grow in our love and understanding of who you are and all that you desire for us. Help us to be more and more like you and less like our sinful selves. Thank you that you loved us while we were still against you. In your holy name, amen. Okay, next time we'll be talking more in depth about making time for God and listening for his small, still voice. Until then, this has been Kristen Spencer, and you've been listening to Sincerely Adorned Women's Discipleship Online. God bless you.